Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine. And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. David Dijanovic, live from Salt Lake's Power District, with a deeper look at the billion-dollar cost of a pro baseball team. We're broadcasting live from the Utah State Fair Park, very much affected along with the community um, of homes and businesses uh, by the proposal to build a Major League Baseball stadium. And for taxpayers, this would be a billion-dollar ballpark because that is the portion of the funding that lawmakers want to allocate to spend and to help uh, construct the ballpark just down the street from where Dave and I are broadcasting live. Yeah, there's several elements to this I think that are important. The baseball stadium is just one element, one one part of the proposal, because the power district, uh, the Miller Group has announced, they want to invest $3.5 billion in this area. Now, the baseball stadium is key. It really is the reason they're willing to invest in such a huge area, because the, the idea is this would be a a monumental, a huge change for the area, and it would attract a lot of people. So part of the pitch is to also beautify the Jordan River yes. walkway, um, to turn it into something that is iconic, um, kind of like the what they have in the in the San Antonio yeah, area the with walk. the river walk, uh, make it more bikeable, transit connected, which would mean perhaps uh, increased uh, train activity in this area. We're going to talk to UTA later in the show, the Utah Transit Authority, and ask them what their plans are or what their vision is for this area. The Riverwalk specifically, having been down to San Antonio, it really is cool. They, they've they kind of created a, a canal type thing where it's very clean. Uh, there's, there's restaurants where you will literally be dining next to the river as it's passing through. They have little gondolas that go through it. So it, it's, it's a very fun little area in San Antonio. Which sounds awesome, but I would imagine if you live in this area, you're feeling a little bit nervous about how that's going to impact your lifestyle, maybe your property values. Uh, maybe you have a home that's close by and you wonder if it's going to be impacted not only by the crowds, but maybe they come in and offer you an opportunity to move out of the area so they can use your property uh, for some of this new development. Uh, we are going to cover all of these angles during the next uh two and a half hours of the show. I want to get live up with Holly Richardson, who's been covering this story from a lawmakers and Capitol Hill perspective. Lawmakers have just what I want to say, just a couple of days left in the legislative session to um, approve this billion dollars, which would be paid for in taxpayer money, Holly, by raising the hotel room tax, the transient room tax, about $1.50 for every $100 spent on a hotel stay. Yeah, that's right. And th- this bill right now is circled um, in the legislature because uh, the sponsor of the bill said they were working on some tweaks. So it has passed committee on the House side, but it needs to pass um, the House, which it hasn't done yet. And then it needs to go over to the Senate side. And we're late enough in the session now that it won't have a Senate committee hearing. It'll just go straight to the Senate floor, assuming it passes the House. Holly, probably uh would you walk us through a little bit what it means to be circled? Yeah, sure. So 
when you when you have uh, as many bills as the legislature does, they all have a number, and you have a board, a voting board, and as those bills, they're put on an order of priority now, and as those bills get discussed, if the sponsor is there and is ready for the discussion, then they'll talk about the bill, and then they'll vote on it. If they're not ready to talk about the bill, it could be the sponsors off the floor. It could be, um, like in this case, they're working on an amendment. Um, they just move to circle the bill, which puts it at the top of the calendar, but it's in a position waiting for the sponsor to request for the body to uncircle the bill. So sometimes the sponsor will circle the bill to kill their own bill. Sometimes they will do it, um, like I said, Representative Wilcox did, because they're working on some tweaks to the language in the bill. Okay, Holly Richardson, um, editor of Utah Policy. You can catch her work online um, and also works um, on behalf of the Desert News and our legislative coverage. All right. So if this goes uh, right from being, um, if this goes right to the Senate floor, here's what concerns me. If it does not have a Senate committee hearing, Holly, that means that there is no public comment opportunity. That's correct. Yeah, that is what that, that means. That concerns so if me. The public wants to, if the public wants to weigh in, they're going to have to start contacting senators. I mean, at this point, they could contact House members, but they would have to contact senators either by phone call, by uh, email, although that becomes less effective when you're getting a thousand emails a day, or go up onto the Hill and send in a note and hope that they read it. Does it look like there are senators or or uh, members of the House that are going to push back against this? Because when this was initially uh, initially uh, announced, there was support. There was bipartisan support. We had heard from Senator Luce Escamilla, from Angela Romero. Both from Democrats. House, yeah, both Democrats from the House and the Senate. The mayor of Salt Lake City, Aaron Mendenhall, was supporting that again. Again, a Democrat. So yeah. are we seeing any opposition? Yeah, we are. And it's not coming from Democrats in Salt Lake County. It's coming from the rural counties. So people down in southern Utah are saying, what's in it for us? <laughs> right. So um, so I think there's some of that. Um, Evan Vickers is from the St. George Cedar City area. I can't remember exactly where. He's the Senate major- Majority Leader. And he's got um, constituents already calling him, meeting with him. Um, he's He's trying to reassure them but there's definitely concern coming from the rural areas of the state. So Holly Richardson right now looking at uh, the legislation that would allocate the billion dollars in funding of taxpayer money, which is that hotel room tax, to pay for a ballpark. The bill is circled. Essentially, that is just pause mode for the Utah right. legislature. It'll likely get uncircled, but we've just learned there will be no Senate committee hearing. So whatever amendments are proposed, the public will not have an opportunity to weigh into a hearing in a traditional fashion as they normally would um, at the front end of the legislative session. Had this been handled differently and not unveiled in the last days just before the session ends, we might have had an opportunity uh, for the public to weigh in. And this impacts a lot of people um, on on the west side community, Holly, but you also mentioned uh, people in the rural districts that, well, the rural counties that will be, you, you know, the hotel tax will be raised uh, ever, even yeah. so slightly, a buck fifty for a hundred dollars, but that money will be sent to fund the ballpark on the west side of Salt Lake City. And it's interesting you said they're yeah. pushing back because I just had a conversation before the show. We're going to hear it here in just a few minutes with the mayor of Price. And he said his community, uh, of course, they're in eastern Utah. Uh, not the smallest town on the map, but they're still a, a good two-hour drive away. And he said they're excited about it. 
Um, yeah, you know, I, that's why I think there's varying. And I just actually got somebody texting me right now saying it will be in a Senate committee hearing this afternoon. So they've got to pass it out of the House and get it into the Senate committee this afternoon. So, so they will the have last, a hearing. The last opportunity. Yep. Looks like they will. OK, you're so, awesome, Holly. Thank you so much. Things will, things will move quickly. <laughs> well, we appreciate you taking the time. Holly Richardson, the editor at Utah Policy. Uh, and Debbie, just a small little correction uh, on myself. I, I mentioned that Angela Romero uh, supported this. I actually don't know if uh, if she does. It was Representative Sandra Hollins that I was thinking. About. OK. All right. Thanks, Dave, for that. Um, and But there is a there is certainly a lot of support on Capitol Hill to bring uh, a major league ballpark to this area, including the president of the Senate. We're going to hear from him in just a moment what he said about getting this legislation through in the final hours of the 2024 uh, general session of the Utah State Legislature. The session ends on Friday night. I mean, 11.59, bam, they're done. They are done. So they have got to get this done today in that Senate committee hearing. It sounds like the public will have one last chance at making um, some comments about it or raising concerns about it. But next, let's hear from the mayor of Price. I was shocked. I was shocked during our conversation that he was so pumped (laughs) for a ballpark two hours away in Salt Lake City. He'll He'll explain why, though. There's a very specific reason why next.